1: What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Believe in USC Football Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kristen Lago, joined by Lendel White, who seems to be going through a new adventure every single week. We do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually down in Florida right now in Central Florida. We have, um actually just uh, had Hurricane Ian, so it actually knocked out all our power. So. I- This is the reason why we're doing only audio. So forgive me, USC faithful. I know you probably wanted to see me actually talk a lot of crap today in person, but I have to do it over audio, but I'm still going to get you, you know, the right info and exactly what you need to hear. So we'll get to it.
1: How's everything out there? Cause I've seen some crazy videos from like the flooding and all of that in Florida.
0: Oh no, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, it just depends on where you're at about you know 20 minutes or 30 minutes away from us there's a crazy flooding going on um a lot of power going out um you know not too far from us in Fort myers it was like probably one of the worst um, videos you guys seen where all the water was you know running throughout the whole city so I'm not sure how many um, fatalities or if there is any, you know, hopefully, you know, I I pray that there's none. But the way that, you know, you've seen what was going on, I'm sure that there's something that might pop up. So I'm just praying for those families and their safety right now.
1: Well, we will uh, call out to the Trojan faithful to do the same. I know I'm thinking of all my family in Florida as well. So thoughts and prayers and resources that we can send out there. So definitely thinking of that top of mind today, but a good thing we can talk about before we get into the nitty gritty of the game, USC 4-0 on the season. The first time this team has gone undefeated in the month of September since 2010. That is wild to think about.
0: Wasn't Pete Carroll the coach then? (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh yes right
0: <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure that was Pete or you know right after I was but
1: it might have been like the year his last year the year after yeah that's pretty yeah, crazy that's, yeah
0: it's ridiculous I'm, I'm so proud to be the Trojan right now you know when you talk all summer about the change and you know you, you feel a change coming but until you you know you see it and you actually are living in it you did, I really never um, understood how happy we really would be. So I'm so excited about our staff. You know, Lincoln got them guys playing. I'm so happy we ran into some adversity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, you know, I I had high hopes for us last weekend, um, just because I, you know, I believe in USC. But I'm really happy that we did face some type of adversity because it showed us a lot about our program. It showed me a lot that uh, about Lincoln and the fact that you know, like. He's not ready to give up yet and that he you know he's he's in this dog fight you know so i am you know i couldn't be more proud of our guys you know they showed me a lot this weekend and being 4-0 is just the true testament of their hard work right now
1: and we're gonna break it all down i do want to get into like a defensive and offensive breakdown because i think there's a lot to look at in this game but first i do want to thank our presenting sponsor that is bet online Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. You can find reviews and news for every single league. That's MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. So bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting props and futures. And of course, we got a coupon, uh, promo code for you. So you can head to bet online today. Go on your phone as well to join and make your first sports bet. You can use the promo code Believe fifty. That is B L E A V. The numbers five zero to receive fifty percent on a welcome bonus on your first deposit. So that is bet online where the game starts and your score prediction may, might not have been right on. But if you're betting whatever Lindell is picking for the winner, you'd be four and zero on the season. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's all that matters, man. I'm I'm a I pick winners. Now the That's score, it. you know, you sometimes, sometimes you can, you know, you can trick yourself. Like I said, I know going down to Corvallis, I knew that it was going to be tough. I just was trying to, you know, obviously give these guys a little bit, you know, more pep that we believe in them. But the fact they got it done regardless. And you know, they stuck around with it and they stuck with it. You know, it's it's um the teams in the past, we've been in dog fights last uh, in the past couple of years, but we've given those up and we've been on the opposite end say and win that is, and again my guys I'm very proud of. Them.
1: Yeah, we talked about it. We thought this team sort of needed to face a little adversity and they definitely faced it on offense. So let's start out with the defense actually, because I was I continue to be impressed by the growth of this defense. Again, they had four turnovers. I mean, they have 14 on the year. I think that's tied for most in the country. So I think what Alex Grinch is doing here, it's working and we've seen it come to life. So I'm curious your perspective on how you've seen the defense grow. And we saw the gash plays, but, I mean, they only allowed 14 points.
0: Well, my hat's off to uh, Grinch and the whole defense because they actually kept us in that game. They gave us more than uh, our ample chances to, you know, score the ball. Four turnovers. They lead the nation. This is what it's all about. You know, we, we've been talking about, like, what is our defense going to do? How are they going to show us? You know, how are they going to match the high-powered offense? And like clockwork, they're doing it. To lead the nation or to be tied for leading the nation in turnovers, that's exactly what you need. You're giving your offense every opportunity to score points. And you're keeping it um, their offense from scoring points. Just giving up 14 points this last game. I mean, I did. I think they did a tremendous job of showing us what they can be um and number 18 what's his name mike gentry
1: eric gentry
0: um, or, sorry eric gentry he is an absolute dog he's a beast um he's my new um, guy on the defense um he's like the captain for me i think as he goes we go so i'm i'm just excited to see these boys and grinch you have these guys playing Um, We always make these parallels to these 2005s or 2004 teams. But one thing I do remember is that when Pete Carroll preached about getting the ball, I remember us leading or being a part of, like, you know, the top 10 or top five in turnovers. So that's definitely one parallel we can, um, you know, track with these guys. I just want to see them continue to keep getting the ball and giving us turnovers because as they do that, the sky is the limit for this football team. I promise you that.
1: I completely agree. And Eric Gentry's wingspan continues to astonish me. Like the length of his arms are like the length of my entire body. So it's just so wild to me. Um, But one more thing. Yeah,
0: that man is absurd.
1: It's absurd. One more thing I want to talk about with the defense. I thought this was interesting. I was looking at the practice notes um, from practice this week, and one of the beat reporters was talking about Corey Foreman, who used to be the number one player in the nation coming in when he was uh, a freshman. He didn't play a single defensive snap during – a single snap during the Oregon State game. And when they asked Grinch about it, Grinch's only response was because practice – and so, I'm curious, do you think that speaks to the accountability of this team? That, like, if you're not practicing right, if you're not putting in the effort, you're not going to play?
0: I mean, that's what it has to be. And there's no knock on him at all. Because, yeah. because clearly, if you're something like that, you, you have every the potential to be every bit of greatness as you want to be. But if we're holding kids accountable, and if you're not practicing, I'm, I'm not sure the whole ins and outs, the whole situation. But, you know, if you're not practicing and you're not putting it in and those, there's guys out there that's giving it their all and they're showing you that they're, they're buying into the new culture, then, you know, you definitely have to go with different guys. Um, to me, you know, like me being, you know, the competitor that I am, if I see my teammates out there doing that stuff without me, I'm going to try to find any way you know, shape possible to get back out there and, and you know, co- contribute and be a part of this because it's something great. Um, so I, hopefully that, you know, he gets back on track and whatever it is or whatever it may be, I hope that they figure it out. Oh, yeah, Com- pa- my power just came back on. I'm sorry, you know, the hurricane and stuff, but the power just cut back on, so I'm kind of excited right now. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, man, he can go out there and, and make plays for us this week. He's the number one player or was the number one player in the nation for a reason. So, you know, I just, you know, hope that he gets in there, talks to the coaches and figure out whatever he needs to do. And, you know, again, get out there and make some plays for us because clearly he he's a guy that can make plays for us.
1: I definitely agree with you. And I hate to uh, talk about a downer when your power goes back on, but it seemed like the power wasn't on for the USC offense during the, at least the first half of this game. (laughs) I mean, goodness, they opened up with a failed fourth down conversion. They couldn't score on the next four possessions of the first half. As you watched that first half unfold, what was running through your mind about, I mean, the way even just the quarterback looked with Caleb Williams, he looked a little bit out of sorts to me.
0: I feel like it was, and it, but I also feel like you know some forced passes, maybe some drops, um, you know just the what it is, I think, Chris, I'm gonna be honest with you yeah. it's the the pressure, it's knowing you are supposed to go out there and destroy a team, and you're trying to probably do too much at one time, and you guys just aren't clicking at the time when you when you stop to and take a you know breath back and just breathe when we did take our time with certain drives, like we were going down the field easily and scoring, you know, we were making plays. It wasn't like, you know, the the Oregon state was just dominating. We were, I feel like shooting ourselves in the foot. We just Mm -hmm. couldn't make the plays when we needed, Um, which, I mean, you can't take credit away from Oregon state because clearly they were in the way. But when, you know, Caleb, I think, Again, the outside when you're when you're when you're listening to some of that outside stuff, sometimes you start to believe it and you think you're a little better than you are. And sometimes you have to go through a little humbling period or go through something like that to let you know, like no, we have to still work and this is we're not as good as we thought we are. We have to continue to build and continue to listen to these coaches every week and get better. And that's the only way we'll be able to attain the goal that we won't want at the end of the year. And you know, just build it week by week, but. You know, I think our offense will get back on track. Obviously, the Arizona State team's known for giving up a lot of points, and they're definitely going through a rebuilding year right now losing yeah. their head coach. So, I mean, hopefully this weekend will give us every bit of um, confidence we need back and in, in getting, you know, scoring these points. But I just think that Oregon State was a big test for us in a sense because it always is. That was a nice hump that we had to face early. So now – we know that everything isn't as sweet as we thought it was. We're going to have to work for things, which I like better for our guys because Hey, nothing's easy. And (laughs) when you play better teams, you're going to fight for it. It's not going to be that easy.
1: And what I thought was really impressive. I mean, obviously it wasn't his best game, but the final drive for me uh, as just a fan of football, I was really impressed by this offense. I mean, I guess you start with what they're calling the Nealon nudge, the fourth down where Brett Nealon, the center, just pushes Caleb over the line. Um, I think everybody's calling back to, of course, the Bush push, which I think is a little bit more iconic. But, (laughs) however, I will give credit to Brett Nealon here because I just, at that point, I was like, oh, we're done. They're done. And then you get that play, and it sort of reinvigorates the confidence that they're going to keep pushing. And I was really impressed with the O-line during that play and honestly throughout the whole game.
0: But exactly my point. When you're in a dog fight, we need to see who's, who our dogs are. And yeah. our offensive line showed all the way up, you know? So now that we, we, we're we're in something like that, we know that if we're, you know, in another situation like this, one thing that we do know is that our offensive line is going to show up and they're going to be nasty and they're going to do whatever we need to do to try to get this win. And Caleb now knows that his offensive line is going to make sure that he is going to be successful by any means that belief system in in one another just continues to grow. So now that I just think that the the faith that they now have in in one another is there. And it's just so high, it's at all time high that it's going to be hard to start stopping this team because now the beliefs are there. Mm -hmm. That's why I mean about like, you know, going through early season battles and stuff like that, because when you do do that, you, you go through as a team. And I've seen the team at the end of the game, like, you know, Blowing kisses to the crowd and being engaged, and I like yeah. that kind of stuff. The little swagger, I mean, that's, yeah, it's a part of football. Yeah, this is football. You didn't go out there to lose. Yeah, you won your game. Talk your stuff. Let's get back home and on to the next one. But while you're there, enjoy it. You know. So yeah, I'm excited about this stuff. They're showing me um, every part of why I think they're going to be successful. I'm just seeing it. The swagger after the games, the fight, and the comebacks. And you know, it's not so easy, but we found a way to win. It's that's all that matters, is finding a way to win. Um, I love it. This is just showing me, you know, signs of greatness. So yeah, I just I'm I'm excited right now. I can't even hold it in. It's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> well, you talk about the offensive line being a bunch of dogs. I mean another dog, you called it, right? Jordan Addison called game, right? Caleb Williams puts a ball exactly yeah. where only his wide receiver can catch it. He gets the go ahead touchdown, he silences the crowd and I mean, you talked about how big of a player you think he's going to be for USC in that moment. I mean, did that give you confidence that what you said is true?
0: Um, that gives him more confidence just to know that he's the guy. Yeah. I mean, he knows he's the guy, but to come make plays at USC like that, I don't think people understand how big USC is. I mean, he did do it at Pittsburgh. Yes, he won a bullet in the call. But now he's at the media capital of the world. Everybody's seeing this, so – I'm just, the confidence for him is probably through the roof. But now Caleb definitely knows that, like, whenever things go down or if I need to make a play, I'm looking for number three. Yep, I'm going to look for number three. And we are faithful. We know it now. We know we have a playmaker like a Reggie Bush. You know, like a Rojo, like a Marquise, uh, you know, a Juju Smith. We know that that's the guy that if we need a big play, we know where we need to go. And I still have a lot of faith in Mario. I mm-hmm. still do. I, I, I feel like a, I, the, it's coming, Chris. It's gonna happen, right? I watch what happens. I feel like Mario has a monster game this weekend. I just, I feel it for some reason.
1: And I agree. We'll see if he gets that against ASU. But I do want to hit on one more player um, who I've been a fan of since I met him his first weekend Uh, running back. I want to get your perspective running back to running back on Travis Dye, who notched his third straight game with over 100 yards rushing. What stands out to you when you watch him play?
0: Um, Consistency and patience. He He's a guy that, like, um, and the fact that, like, honestly, man, if you look at his swag, you would not think that he had three straight 100-yard <laughs> games. And I'm sorry, bro, like, no gloves and, you know, like, bare arms and stuff. It's like, look, if you look at it, you're like, man, who is this running back? But the consistency and the, the patience is there. Like, when you see him run the ball, it's a, it's amazing how he he's hitting the hole, but at the same time, it's so slow for him that he can see exactly where he needs to go. And that's why he's able to get – um, to the second level and make bigger plays for us on the second level. Um he's not having too many carries, so clearly he's busting these runs for us, man. So that's where the patience comes from. I'm happy to see the Trojans with a running game. Where yeah you can rely on it. <laughs> it's been very you know it's been a long time since you can just give the ball to a running back and they make plays. So um no nah, Trav he's been like he's been definitely one of those angels or a blessing. That came from, you know, I'm, I'm glad he transferred because he has shown us that, you know, that the running back position is not dead as long as you feed it.
1: Yep. I know. It's like, hallelujah. What? A running game for USC? Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> right.
1: I never thought I'd Rojo see it again. Just kidding. Rojo was a and... monster running back. I, I think we all forget about Rojo and we had some talented runners, but it was kind of overshadowed by the struggles. So it's nice to see it get highlighted.
0: Yeah. No, you're a hundred percent. Correct. <laughs>
1: So they notch out, they grind out the 17 to 14 win. now they have what I think should be a much easier time against ASU. The Sun Devils going through a lot right now. You mentioned it. They lost their head coach in Herm Edwards. They're one in three on the season. Um, they gave up 465 yards of offense to Utah, who, I, again, is a very good team. But still, uh, what do you think is going to be the outcome under the lights on Saturday?
0: We're back under primetime lights. I think that the, the Caleb and those guys love playing night games in Hollywood. Now they see what you know what could, what they can get from it. So, um, unfortunately, A State, you're going through a lot, and we're going to prove to you guys that you're going through a lot, and we beat the crap out of them. I, I honestly think that this is a bounce back game for us, and the offense does anything and everything they want. I think we have 200 yard rushers and 200-yard receivers, this is going to be a big game for our offense. The defense gets us more turnovers. We end up running out of here probably like with a 56 to like 14 victory or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'm going to tend to agree. I think the fun returns back to the Coliseum on Saturday night. I think USC scores at least 42, um, if not more. I don't even know how many the defense is going to allow just because ASU's offense looks not great.
0: Yeah they, let, yeah, they let their best offensive player go. I mean, he's down in LSU making plays now, and I don't know how they let him go, but they did. So um, Herm Edwards is gone. I mean, we've seen this coming from a mile away. Yeah. If you look at this program for the last couple of years, then you know that they've been going downhill. They've been firing people. People have been in scandals, whatever you may call it. Um, you know, it's just been looking horrible for that program. Um, I just hope that – Somebody finds their way over there and, you know, gets that program back right because Arizona State is actually a really nice school and fun school. So it shouldn't, they shouldn't stink that bad in football for this long. Well,
1: and it's funny because, I mean, they haven't been great for years, but I think the Arizona schools have always given USC a little bit of trouble, at least for the last eight years when USC has been going through, but I think they always tend to lose to an Arizona school. So it's been like really interesting. I don't think that happens on yeah. Saturday, but they always lose to one of them. It's like it alternated every year.
0: No, they definitely found a way to lose to one of those Arizona States. I remember years ago, we did lose to on a hail Mary a number 21 yes. for the Arizona state. He, he was pretty decent though. I do remember that. And I was so angry. I'm like, how do you like, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like, for some reason, we find a way to, you know, blow it to one of these schools, and they're absolutely horrible. So, I don't know. Lincoln, hope you're listening. But, yeah, let's go ahead and, you know, put it on them early, get them, you know, to put the lights out on them so we don't have no games played, you know, get some of the younger guys in and let them run around and have fun, man. But I think, like I said, we we, we take care of these guys early, and I think Caleb knows the importance of putting points on the board early and scoring often, so... I can't wait to see it, man. This is going to be one of them games where we high five and all game and just enjoying it. night, a fun-filled night at the Kali. Enjoy your beers and popcorn because it's going to be a good time.
1: And as I always do, I got to ask you who we should be looking out for, your player of the game that you think is going to have a, a breakout game in this ASU uh, matchup.
0: Well, obviously Jordan Patterson is just a big-time playmaker for us, but I, I got to go back. I'm saying Super Mario. I think it's his weekend. I I really believe it. I I think he's going to do tremendous things. And then uh, again, really I'm looking forward to him having another big week. I've seen him trying to bust out of there a few times last week. I've seen it. He was, (laughs) he was very close to getting out of there a few times. And I think that against this struggling team that he has a field day with it. So a number 14, I can't wait to see what he does for sure. And then, uh, uh, Eric, Eric Gentry, you're a beast, bro. I, I look forward to you doing all kind of stuff on that defense end and, you know, locking those guys in. Obviously, you're an older guy, so you can get those boys playing. But yeah, I look forward to him making a lot of plays, too.
1: Yeah, I think with Eric, it'll be really interesting because obviously he's facing his former team. His, he is a transfer from ASU, so I think, you know, it comes with a certain level of pride when you're going against your, your former teammates, right? He's going to have a oh, – I think he's going to have a hot game.
0: We can't wait. I'm sure he can't wait to show that, like, yeah, this is what y'all let go. And <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, he has a monster game. It's crazy. I knew he transferred from somewhere. I just couldn't think about it, but yeah, well, it will make sense. He's gonna have a yeah, he's gonna have a monster game.
1: I'm excited yeah, to see Yeah, Jordan it. Addison,
0: Dentry, obviously Super Mario and then Relique. Those are All right. my guys. All right. I but I also, you know, Die, he I said two hundred yard rusher so Die Di goes for his fourth straight hundred yard game as well. So
1: Okay, bold takes, bold takes today.
0: Yeah, no, 200-yard rushers, 200-yard receivers this week.
1: Okay, I'm excited to see. No, I agree, I think it's a bounce-back <laughs> game. If USC doesn't put up a ton of points, then I'll, then I'll have some questions.
0: Right, then, yeah, I'll be looking in the mirror questioning if we're really ready, you know, to even go into this top four or five situation because those teams are ready, uh, you know, so... Um, I, I just yeah, I know that we can score with the best of them, and that's why I want to see a lot of points this weekend because we we just I just want to see it.
1: And your final score prediction was? And Cause I, I gotta keep track.
0: Fifty, I think I said fifty six fourteen. Okay, something like that.
1: Fifty six fourteen.
0: We're fifty so we're gonna be fifties to the Yeah, fourteen. They get a cheap they get a couple cheap touchdowns. Like I said, the young guys come in and play later on. So yeah, they get a couple cheap ones, but whatever.
1: All right. Fifty six fourteen. You know the players to look out for. I'm looking out for Raleigh as well. I feel like there was a couple moments in that Oregon State game where he just got hit at the last second in the ankles, but you saw the speed was ready to go. Like he has the Jets turned on. <laughs> like he isn't waiting for that I've chance. Seen it.
0: You've seen what I've seen then, Kristen, because he was coming out of there and his eyes were getting big. Yep. So yeah, I just know that feeling as a running back, like he knows that he has what it takes to play up there. So when he gets the ball next time, I just think that it's going to happen. I feel like he has a monster game. I know it. I
1: agree. All right. 56-14, the score prediction, USC 4-0 on the year, number six in the polls, and uh, it's just so crazy looking back that USC only won four games last year, and they've already done that um, through one month of the college football season. So a big turnaround here. We're excited about it. I know Lundell's excited about the it. The
0: difference the difference a year makes, man. Yes, Lord. Hey, Mike, shout out to you, Mike Bone. You did a great job of looking for Lincoln. You did a wonderful job. Thank you for doing you know, the unthinkable, uh, not, you know, standing in the box so much and going to get a guy that we probably thought he was going to get. That's what I loved about this. So thank you, Mike. You did a wonderful job with this pickup.
1: And we are enjoying watching it all unfold. We'll be back to break down the ASU game next week. I'll be at the ASU game. So I'll have a, a couple drinks for you, Lindell. Don't worry. I do every weekend just for you. <laughs>
0: I appreciate that. Please do. Fight on.
1: We'll be back. Make sure you tune in anywhere you can get your podcast: Spotify, Google Play, Apple uh, Podcasts. Leave us a review, subscribe, all the good stuff. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, uh, to talk about a 5-0 and o season, I'm throwing you a fight on all the way to Florida. And stay safe out there.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Chris. See you next week.